Penelope Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. Um, I wanted to talk oh. about something before we were talking about jacking off on the... Oh, I know what it is. Like, we have a weekly where we get together and we talk about our company, Black Eye with Streams. But that's not... Like, we don't wear ties. You know, like, we wear whatever mm. we, we're wearing. The most button up is when we perform like a, a zoom comedy like i did like two zoom comedy shows last year like i hate to be very dismissive but they they're not for me um there was one <laughs> this is kind of funny there was a topless black lives matter comedy zoom show with no black women like there was <laughs> None. I now I do think there was a black. There was a brother. He was a bigger dude. He has his shirt off. It was sexy. And then uh, there was a bunch of white women just hopping on, showing their titties. And I, you know, I I, I support the movement. So it's, uh, like, it, does it get professional? Like, what's the professional life in Zoom? Um, professional life is basically I have um, every day. Well, I wouldn't say every day. So I'll say maybe. Four times a week, so mostly every day. Um, I have meetings. I have uh, the minimum is uh, two meetings a day. Yeah, um, the maximum I've had was like six meetings in a day. Uh, Zoom is popular with our company. Zoom is popular with pretty much everything. Sad but true is that Skype could have one out I actually had a lot more of the technology beforehand but zoom kind of came to number one during the pandemic one of the things like they keep updating stuff so what you're talking about like the recording and the and the woman and the voice all of this is like a new update that came through so people know that it's being recorded um so first you have to have uh, a message that flashed across and then now you actually have to give your consent to be recorded because before you could like record uh, the consent. So, yeah, so Zoom is fine. I mean, I've been in Zoom. One of the things, of course, is that uh, our company, um, which I'm not going to say what because uh, I'm Penelope, but uh, <laughs> a company is really big on the face to face look. And that's one of the things that they really count on uh, Zoom instead of doing like calls or anything like that it's just that you can still see people you can still see backgrounds you can still interact basically so that's the reason why yeah out of these hundred calls that you have have you ever <laughs> once had the urge to jack off <laughs> during, <laughs> during the call never that's the reason why i'm like but you know what uh, i'm not gonna lie i've used zoom more for work across the board because I started working from home of course with the pandemic but even before that I was working from home twice a week um so zoom was huge in our company and then it became monumental once the pandemic hit um but personally I don't do so like I I mean every once in a while we'll do like the group friend calls you know group orgies i guess but um <laughs> i i haven't did zoom dating um i didn't i mean i knew it was a thing but it still seems weird but also and i think it's just because i use it so much for work that it's annoying to me mm. that idea and plus I'm, I'm very old school so like i don't want to see your face i would just like to hear your voice this is intimate without being intimate and it's really weird because at least with 
talking face to face in person. You actually see that person. You can uh, look at the clues, and you kind of can look away and everything like that. Like here, a lot of people kind of just want to stare you straight in your eyes, <laughs> and you're just like that's intense. And um, <laughs> you just—I don't know—it's it's really weird to me. So I I don't really think about. Like, hey, this will actually make for sexy time. But then at the same time, I don't know. Guys are not big on um, production value when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to pictures. So I would be very disappointed in video. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Louis C.K. just dropped a a, a new special. Um. I guess a couple of weeks ago. So so here's my problem as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like I, I live in a space of, I want to say, I live in a space of understanding and forgiveness to, to a certain extent, maybe. I think Louis C.K. is a funny comedian. But I live in this space where like, when I look at this guy, I see a dude who, who pulled his dick out and was beaten off in front of people <laughs> like, like I can't escape it, and I don't know if I don't know if that's how white people look at black people. Or like, I'll never see you more than what I, you know, like maybe right. maybe that's that's a that's a thing, and maybe some people I... can work through forgiveness. But the, the reason why I bring it up is um, there was another comedian who had posted like, "Hey, go check out his special." And I, I I I did the I did the gif where like if the black people lined up drinking and the one dude has his lips like mm. oh. <laughs> I was like I'm good like I'm I'm not gonna go right. check this out I'm not interested in the least bit and it's it's predominantly because I can't see this dude or every time I see this dude I think of that um, you can share what you were gonna say I'm sorry oh no I'm I didn't mean to cut you off but no I I agree with you but the way I almost see it is like like it's almost personal right like your best friend you love your best friend but then when you see them like vomit all over everything you know that either that brought you closer (laughs) 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 or that bitch you don't know her anymore you know (laughs) so it's one of those things like it happens all the time once you and that's the one one of my biggest reasons why I like even at work I tell them like these are the things I don't want to know about you because I'll start to judge you and I'll look at you differently and if I look at you differently then I can't really work I mean I'm going to be cordial I'm going to listen in, but I, I in my mind I'm judging you constantly so because of that yeah I'm totally with you one of my favorite jokes that I still think about to this day is when he's talking about um uh, being on an airplane and uh, the guy next to him was complaining that the Wi-Fi didn't work <laughs> and he just go on this rant about like we are you know up in the air where <laughs> you know this incredible thing of flight and you can't marvel off of that you're just worried about some Wi-Fi and I, I feel that way so anytime anybody complains when I'm traveling I always think about that joke and mind you that you know i think he was disgusting and i can't forgive him i don't i think this gets into another topic but 
I am big on only the wealthy people can have the feeling of remorse. Um, and it's really just because you knew you were wrong when you were doing it, <laughs> but you did it anyway. Because, you know, it's better to seek forgiveness afterwards. <laughs> and, but really, only wealthy people get away with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not wealthy and you did, if, you, if you're not wealthy and you steal something, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, you, like, you, you could say, I'm sorry. <laughs> but nah, get in jail cell. But if you're wealthy and you're still something it's called embezzlement or, I mean, or, <laughs> gotcha. and then gotcha. it's, it's a white collar crime and then all you really can do is community service mm. <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. it's 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 totally different and with him i just feel like all right are we supposed to let that shit go because that's all i see now i just see here's this guy with his dick in his hand and basically like a you know a little kid a spoiler kit, like, you know, who you gonna tell, basically. <laughs> and, like, if his comedy show isn't him for 50 minutes downplaying himself, I, I really don't care. So, uh, that's just how I feel about it. But, once again, we all have our, you know, we have our lines, right? So, maybe that's exactly what I do want to talk about, which is oh, I mean, I don't know how to how to have this type of conversation because, again, I, I play I teeter with the the idea of what is forgiveness, what does it look like to you? Because we have people in our lives that if they do certain things, we can we because of our relationship with them, our love for them, whatever, we we can walk the line with them and try to figure it out, try to forgive, do better. But then there's other people, if they do it, it's like, you cut them out of your life forever. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, as a comedian, I feel like I'm always in this strange world of, you can talk about anything, you can do anything, there's just consequences that comes along with it. But when it comes to like these yeah. things, like these sexual assaults and these, like, that's like, that's not a comedy anymore. Like, that's. Right. something completely different and maybe what you just said like when i find this line i'm i'm no longer interested it's almost like it being in a relationship and breaking up and you can you can still see that person you know you run into them or whatever and you can say hi but you're no longer in that relationship so there there's been this breakage of we are no longer together and that's how i feel with certain interesting people who who have done these very shitty things is like i'm no longer interested in anything that you you have to to do or put out right and i agree with that the thing is as talented as most people are it's no one person right like Mm -hmm. it's the way even work is right you can be the most talented person ever you get hit by a bus we'll find 10 more talented people so that's how i feel about celebrities because celebrities is built they're made they don't they aren't born you know and uh, no matter what uh, anybody says this is somebody was behind you backing you putting you in this position and because of that I feel like you know 
okay, and I'll give my you know money and my coins and my fan fandom to somebody else that deserves it. But mm-hmm. now, do everybody deserve it, or do am I supporting somebody that probably doesn't deserve? It? I'm sure 110. I mean, it's it's just out in the world, and you know. The idea, it's not even the money, it's just the power that comes with money creates this type of insensitivity and just complete lack of humility and empathy for human beings. And so because of that, we have this type of people who are amazing and they do a great job at their job. But when you come to find out, they're human, horrible human beings, right? So, um, but it, it it comes down to like, where's your line, right? So for example, everybody and their mom, Harry Potter, totally against Harry Potter, JK Rowling, because like, like, I don't want to sound insensitive. Was what she said truly transphobic or was it the fact that she had said it? Well, um, I have exactly what she said in front of me, but here's the thing. And here's the thing I feel about a lot of things. There's just some times in which your opinion, and these are what it is, your opinion is not needed, right? Mm, so mm-hmm. however you feel about it, that's on you, baby. Um, you know, no offense. If a white woman starts talking to me and trying to tell me about, you know, her struggle and how I don't understand her struggle because I'm not in that blah, 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 I would be completely offended mm. because here she is coming up and basically negating my whole experience because at one point in time xyz xyz and xyz and this is how we kind of look at it now so i'm just she kind of went on a white woman rant exactly and that's what i'm saying because her what she says isn't fact it's all her opinion and it's her having the platform that she does to say that shit too number one number two really she has young folk who enjoy her stuff who possibly could have been trans and basically see that here's this person in which i read the books i find something in their books and now she negates everything my whole existence so basically nah dog um no comment that's all she could have said like (laughs) and really she was on twitter so nobody really needed to hear all that either. Yeah, so she's got a so she's got a couple of tweets here. Um, they're kind of spread out, which mm-hmm. I think I, I was only familiar with with I guess one maybe, but mm-hmm. it looks like she's she said over the years a couple of things where it's like, mm. but e- essentially I'm I'm assuming her stance is very strong on the sex identity. Well, let, let me let me read this one that I just found from 2020. If sex uh-huh. isn't real, then there's no same sex attraction. If sex isn't real, uh, they live in reality of, of women globally as a race. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability uh, meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. So it sounds like in her in her head, she's like, we can have men, we can have women, but there there is still a science to sex identity see but you hear what you just said Mm -hmm. there's a science so now what i'm going to say is i'm going to say a bunch of bullshit (laughs) but then i'm going to say science right (laughs) like 
you know, it's science. That's what it is. It's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> the sky is usually green, but you know, science says like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong, dog. And you sound like you might be colorblind. So what are we saying? In this you're moment? right. <laughs> you um, know what I mean? And people get on that high horse of well, science. And so let's let's go back to science, right? Because science at one point in time that black people brain was smaller mm -hmm. that's what science that said. was science you know what i mean <laughs> that was science like, that was science the actual yeah. scientists you know <laughs> was, uh, people science. studies about things like that this is science scientists right? told so, me this at, exactly it was or, in a book. <laughs> at one point in time I don't know if you know this, and I heard, uh, I hate to break it down, but Brontosaurus doesn't even exist, dog, because science, science got one head of one dinosaur <laughs> and another body of a dinosaur mixed up, and then they just, and now uh, the land before time is just like, <laughs> listen, and I love the land before time, one, two, and three. Now I can't even watch that because science. So what I'm saying is... <laughs> Because it's science. Science also said Pluto was a planet, and then Pluto wasn't a planet, and now Pluto's back in the planetarium. What I'm saying is the more we know, the more we learn we don't know shit. And uh, I can tell you right now, two years ago, they just figured out a portion, a small portion in your brain and what it does. And this is in 20... You know what? I think 2018 they discovered this. In the brain. So, what the fuck are y'all saying? Like, sex, sex, race, age, all of this is just identifiers so that we can put people in boxes. That's all it is. It doesn't mean shit at the end. Your body didn't look at you and was like, I think he should be a guy. And then, <laughs> no, chemicals came through. Mm -hmm. DNA played a part. But that doesn't mean that I couldn't sit up there and chemically, you start to feel one way while physically, physically your body yeah. is doing something different. And that's the problem. People don't understand. See, I feel very strongly about this, but that's because I myself suffer from POCS. Um, and it's a hormone imbalance. And with the hormone imbalance, I, and I'm going to tell this story. Because you are a horrible human being and the world should know. But at one point in time, I was very much, I had PCOS and I had to um, take a wide, a higher range of pro, uh, progesterone because I um, was on the cusp of having a cancer in my uterus. So I had to take this progesterone for like a month. And it was, it was a ridiculous amount, extreme amount. And it was during this time in which I did my whole, like, I can't be around people because I already know this is going to really mess me up. And somebody, I'm not going to say who, Daylon, but somebody <laughs> did not like that idea. And I basically fought with myself because I was a whole nother person. Like to a point where I knew I was acting insane, but I could not control it. Right, right. Right. And to 
talk to yourself and see yourself do something in which you are one way mentally but what is coming out your mouth is completely different like it is complete insanity when you think about just this small amount of chemicals have flipped you around change everything right and so we're talking about in a body and what i always call bodies are supercomputers you are a supercomputer that has been built over time it's been tested and you know some of them fail but they keep building and changing and changing and not, nobody knows you better than you so you are a supercomputer you are the owner of your computer and honestly if you feel like you are a woman and you your outside does not look like in who am i to tell you shit about that also why do i fucking care is the thing right because that is you baby if you want to be or you feel this way or this is how you want to actually your outside so that your inside feel about do whatever you want to do bro because at the end of the day what really matters over all of this bullshit is that you're still living you're still breathing you're still walking around so why do i care about any of this like that doesn't affect me it affects me when people say this shit because these type of thinking always trickles down further So it starts off something simple in which yeah I can agree with her and I go on to her side and she's like and another thing and then <laughs> right, another right. thing turns into and next thing you know and it, it it always goes that way and at the same time I don't trust people who feel so passionately about a group that they're not even a part of. part of like yes. I don't yes I don't like why are you that up in arms like what is going to happen like what does that negate her from claiming that she's a woman? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what are you losing if someone over here becomes a woman or identifies as a woman? Like what is really the issue here? And because of that, that kind of gets down to okay, so now I need you to look deep inside and mm-hmm. see the racist bullshit yeah. that yeah, you yeah. have inside of you, right? Because at that moment it becomes and i feel like it goes back to your whole thing of the winning crowd you always want to be a part of the you know the one that is accepted and for some mm. reason you feel like if we bring somebody in that's not accepted well this well then there will be no losers then how will we decide then? <laughs> right, <it's> right. Like, <laughs> yeah like, like, if we're losing it's we, it's a tie like you know so like right exactly like are we even Are we even playing a game? <laughs> Why did I bring my pop-up? Yes, like, yes my ideas are, are correct. Yeah, there, there is this. So we, we have one of these Washington Redskins thing going on um, near where, where I live in Mason City, Iowa, where, you know, after so long, the, the mascot or the name of the high school team is called the Mohawks. And they're like, hey, should we change the, the name? And you know the tribe and native americans are like yeah you know <laughs> like i mean there's yeah, there's, there's literally <laughs> no connection you know you're not like a part of anything that we're doing to just you just kind of slap that name on and the white people out mm-hmm. here are outraged they 
they they start they started signing petitions, started a Facebook group to save the name. And there's a dude, there's a dude that was just on the airplane not too long ago with women's panties making a statement about oh the right, mask, right right about the thong mm-hmm. about the thong yeah, it's like and he comp- he he compared himself to Rosa Parks or he he mm-hmm. put himself in the same conversation where like no no one knew who she was until she she made a stand and there's there's something about this relinquish of power where and I don't even think it's that but I feel like that's how they look at it they look at it like if these people are shining and doing these things it's taken away from from me so I, th- I think that's mm-hmm. a I think that's a very interesting look within well l- let me ask you this and, and we can r- wrap things up your favorite celebrity or celebrities would you rather know how they feel and think as it be- as it pertains to like important issues to you or mm-hmm. not care at all not hear about it not see it and just watch them and love them for the person or the the character that you know oh definitely like uh you know i i don't want to say it but yeah shut the fuck up and act but like (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up and act like not not trying to downplay like that your political beliefs or anything like that it's just that you know ignorance is bliss and it's always been bliss because what you don't know is what you don't know that you don't know right and it's just that whole idea of you know, I have so many great celebrities. Um, I don't, I am enjoying what your job, basically. I'm enjoying your job. I'm enjoying how well you do your job. And once again, I circle back. In order for me to continue doing my job, which is following you, we need we need this line. And truthfully, the reason why celebrities were as big, as monolithic as they were, was because of the mystique. It was the, you know, you barely saw them. And when you did see them, they were always so looking cool with glasses and stuff like that. And, you know, you kind of didn't know about their lives. But when you did hear about their lives, it was scandalous. And it was stuff in which, hey, this will never happen to you. Now, like, I'm, I feel like I am one of their friends. I'm watching the pictures. I'm seeing their <laughs> Instagram. You know, I know their kids' names. I'm sitting up here saying, tell her I said hi. Like, that's too much. That's too much. And... I think the reason why we are in this level of um, insanity with celebrities now, because they stopped being monoliths and now they became these people in which um, you are only as successful as close as you can be to my, to us. Right. So everybody can be a celebrity, but it all depends on how successful are you as, as selling me your life. All these new time celebrities that don't do shit, but just post them. What's the name? They're celebrities just for knowing them. And that's because the more I see of your life, the more I connect to your life. And then, you know, what people don't understand is a curated response. Like this is something a company, a firm, lawyers, all these people have curated this person so that you feel close enough to them to constantly keep following them. So when I do hear celebrities say things, in my mind, not only do I think, yeah, of course you you are like this, but also I think this is the people you want. And obviously you don't want me to. Oh, um, my favorite celebrities, I they're mass, they're constant. I, I would not like to know their thoughts um, just because I, I like movies and I like music. 
Um, and every single time something comes out, I'm just like, oh, there's another person I got to delete off my, you know, this or completely not watch them in that. But here's the thing. There's so much music and movies and TV shows that I, I, they're not missed. And so and that's, that's, I guess, the good thing about when you do find them, like you can cut them out and somebody else is going to pop up. So, and that's, that's my whole reason about, you know, Louis C.K. It's like, sure, he was great. A lot of people are great now. I mean, we're now in this whole thing and I know we're wrapping up, but we're in this whole world of, uh, you know, what is funny and can you say these things? And, you know, you got some people, I mean, it's Darwin, basically. You got Darwin isn't about this whole idea of survival of the fittest. It's not the fittest. It's just conform to survive. And if you have these greats that were great, good. I'll remember you. I'll possibly watch a Netflix doc when they talk about you in 25 years. But you got to conform. Otherwise, you will die. And that's just anything. So, yep, that's how we end it with death. Started (laughs) off with jacking off on Zoom and ended with death, people. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Penelope, for joining us today. Uh, (laughs) Dog, I was about to be like, who? Even I can't keep up with my name. <laughs> this, this is actually really good. I, I, I love the conversation oh. and the dialogue. And here mm-hmm. is, I, I'm not drinking, but if I did it, I would raise a glass. And here's to um, 2022. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. What, what, what's, uh, <laughs> before we leave, what's either one thing you're looking forward to next year? Or is there like the year of for you so far? Like, do you have that oh. for 2022? Yeah, um, I think that next year, so uh, this year was a year of learn, which, you know, um, turned into something else, but it was still, it's, it's all about learning um, a cycle, I should say. And next year, it's very much the year of self-care. Um, Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I know everybody throws it around like, oh, self-care Wednesday or self-care what's the name. And one of the things I liked about, I think I saw it somewhere, someone basically was basically saying like self-care isn't always spa treatments and uh you know extra whipped cream on your latte you know self-care is going to bed early and you know waking up early so that you can kind of journal and all that stuff like that and i think uh next year is very much let's slow everything down let's take everything um one step at a time and you know if we get to it we get to it if we don't we don't but let's just make sure that you know the year the year of self-care the year of tip basically or just putting yourself first and not in that selfish way but yeah selfishly um because i think we all have been through so much and it's not getting better you know and because of that i think we all just need to take a breath and year of self-care so what about you what's your year um so this year was year of bounce back um which i think was largely unutilized for kind of what you were saying like just getting back to normalcy and Mm -hmm. how how far i felt like we have gotten from that within the last two years so i don't i don't know if i i want to officially call it this but this is like the mentality it's like relentless i'm putting my foot on these niggas neck like that, that's kind of what what i feel like is, is so important to 
to mm-hmm. to kind of go back to so Kanye is going by Ye now and uh-huh. he's going through the Diddy thing where I'm not against this whole name transformation but the the Kanye I knew <laughs> and the Kanye that I love he long gone so I, oh, yeah. I do <laughs> I do I know gone too soon like I, I want to go back to that frame of mm-hmm. you know I am a little bit arrogant I am you know I am really great at what I do and if you need me to to prove it to people over and over again time and time again uh, so be it so mm-hmm. um maybe the year re- of, of being relentless because I think it's time to really roll up the sleeves and go harder than than I ever have all right <laughs> thank you what, what's your last name again Cunningham Cunningham. <laughs> Cunningham. Cunningham. There's going to be a Penelope Cunningham out there that's going to be angry. <laughs> yes, don't, don't. She's going to get tagged and everything. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, in, I'm in it. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>